0: In a world that tells us that we outgrow picture books, one author seeks to tell a different story. Picture books are for grown-ups too. Hello friends, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grown-Ups Too, the podcast where we believe you're never too old for a great picture book. And we also believe that these tiny tales can lead to big connection. I'm your host, Patrice Scopo, and I write lyrical stories that celebrate joy, expand understanding, and foster compassion. I'm the author of the essay collection, All the Colors We Will See. My debut picture book, All the Places We Call Home, is based on one of the essays in my collection. Thanks for joining in today's conversation. I'm delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 picture book pals. Today, I'm speaking with Tamika Fryer-Brown. We'll be talking about her book, 12 Dinging Doorbells, illustrated by Ebony Glenn. Tamika is a picture book author who writes to sow seeds of self-love, pride, connectivity, and inclusion in the hearts of children. Tamika, I just love that statement. Her books include Brown Baby Lullaby, My Cold Plum Lemon Pie Bluesy Mood, and Around Our Way on Neighbors Day. And these books have won awards like the Charlotte Zolito Honor Award and the Anna Dudney Read Together Award and have been honored on best book lists by the Cooperative Children's Book Center, the New York Public Library, Bank Street College, NPR, Parents Latina Magazine, the Little Free Library, and more. And Tamika's newest picture books, Beyond 12 Dinging Doorbells, include Not Done Yet, Shirley Chisholm's Fight for Change, and That Flag. Welcome, Tamika, to Picture Books Are for Grown Ups Too. I am so happy to
1: have you on the show. Thank you, Patrice. I am so happy to be here.
0: Yeah what a wonderful bio i just love what you said about sowing seeds of self love pride connectivity and inclusion and I just wonder if you could talk a little bit about the ways in which we often associate picture books with young children, but here on this podcast we are firm believers that you're never too old for a great picture book and you don't need to be a child or have a child to read a Sorry. picture book. So, just based on what you shared about sowing seeds of self-love, pride, connectivity, why do you believe grown-ups can benefit from reading picture
1: books? My gosh, I don't I don't know where to start. There are so (laughs) many, like I think picture books minister to us. Oh, I love that. In all kinds of ways. Not only do they bring joy, of -hmm. course, you Mm -hmm. know, so many joyful picture books out there, but they also um, can encourage healing. Yes. They, they can make us feel seen. Yes. And, and, and I find that picture books are really efficient ways to break down complex topics right. and truths in a way that's really easily and quickly absorbed. Mm-hmm. And that's beneficial not only for children, but for everyone, for grown-ups too, because you know, we we don't have a lot of time these days. I know, <laughs> right?
0: That's so true. You can be done in a with a picture book in a few minutes. In a five, few minutes Five you minutes. Can, you know? can be
1: done. And, and 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 there's just such a breath of topics. And then another thing that I personally love about picture books is that they're works of art. Yes. And the fact that you've got, you know, the poetic or lyrical prose, you know, that part of it, efficient, sparse text. Mm -hmm. And then you got that married with this gorgeous artwork or fun and lively and energetic artwork. I mean, you kind of get two artistic or creative experiences for the price of one (laughs) right yeah and so just as an art form in and of itself i adore the picture book Mm, yeah And, and and my kids are all grown now and I'm still spending way too much money on picture books. <laughs> oh, that's great. Adding to your picture book
0: library. That's,
1: Absolutely. I love them. That is wonderful.
0: I just really appreciate what you shared there about some of the reasons in which we engage with picture books. I loved how you pointed out picture books can help us heal. And there were several other things you said there. And. Just calling out that fact that that is something that's important for all of us, not just Mm -hmm. for children that that would be something that we would want to tap into for everyone as well, so. I think those things that you raise are great well, we are going to actually be talking specifically about your super fun picture book 12 dinging doorbells. And I just want to share a little bit about this book for listeners who aren't familiar with this story, so this is from the book summary. Every holiday, aunties, uncles, cousins, grandparents, and neighbors come over to eat, sing, and celebrate life. But all our main character can think about is the sweet potato pie Granny makes just for her. As the tables fill, she and Granny move the pie to keep it intact. The task becomes trickier as the room grows with dancing and card games and pie cravings. But when all seems lost and there's no more pie, Granny pulls out a sweet surprise. And this is a cumulative all holiday carol packed to the brim with family food, love, and black joy.
1: All and right so- now.
0: <laughs> I wrote that. Woo. Yeah, you sure did. You wrote that. You wrote that. And this story is just delightful. I was actually rereading it this morning, but I was singing it instead of reading it. So that was a lot of fun to just participate in that. So I don't know if there's something more that you'd like to share about that book summary, or if you could also please just share a little bit about the origins of this story. What drove you to create 12 Dinging Doorbells?
1: Yeah, so um, it was in the winter holiday season of 2017. Okay. And we had just finished with Thanksgiving. And I am a fan of the hashtag Thanksgiving with Black families. Mm. Have you, have you followed it? I haven't.
0: It? No, I haven't followed it, but that's, that's fun. I like that.
1: Okay. Okay. Set some time aside for your, your own joyful pleasure <laughs> yes. and, and look it up. And it is uh, just this compilation of memes
0: Mm-hmm.
1: about Black family gatherings. Yes. And when I go through them, it is, it's is—it's so much fun, but it also gives me this sense of community that like yeah. wherever we are in the country, maybe even around the world, yeah. our family gatherings have all these things in common. Yes. Including yes. the joy, the traditions, the yes. drama, <laughs> all yeah. of that it. And, um and so, and so I, you know, at Thanksgiving with a hashtag, you know, I've been following that and we were getting ready to go to Miami, my hometown for mm-hmm. Christmas. And I was just in that joyful holiday spirit. And I, I said, you know, I just want to capture this mm-hmm. as a picture book story. Just celebrating our family gatherings. Yeah. I mean, that was just really what I wanted to do. Yeah. And because it was just a few days before Christmas, I think that informed the idea for me to tell it, you know, as a, in in the vein of the 12 days of Christmas. Right,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun going through it. It was a lot of fun reading the story and then singing the story is also fun too. So I feel as though it would be just a delightful thing to gather with other people and sing it along with it to see what's happening. I think something else that I want to point out here too for listeners, and I definitely encourage you to get yourself a copy of this book, um, but just to point out the way the story kind of transforms throughout, so some of the some of the early mentions, you know, by the time we're singing it again at the end, it's shifted and changed. Yeah, we've had a shift. Yeah, <laughs> yep, there's definitely a shift and change that's happening there. So that is a lot of fun. So I'm wondering if maybe you can expand upon what maybe some of the emotions or experiences in the book that you believe are going to connect with adult readers.
1: Well, you know, I, and I, I can tell you kind of the feedback that I've gotten so far. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because it's been amazing. The book hasn't been out that long, just over a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm already starting to get uh, emails and messages about it. Um, I've had a librarian contact me to say, you know, you know all these things. I remember. I grew up. You know, HBCU family. Yeah. You know the Greek life representation. Right. All of the the food, the baked macaroni and cheese. You know, yes. got get that right. Yes. Um, the sweet potato pie. Just all those um cultural touch points. Right. People are resonating with. I had somebody else email me and say, "You know, I feel seen." You know, I I have also had people. Um, who were not Black, mm-hmm. reading the book. I, I recently did an in-store event and this woman, a white woman was flipping through it and she was like, whoop, we had sweet potato pie this year for Thanksgiving. And she was like, oh, this happened at our, my family. Oh, this happened at, you know. And yeah. so it's, it, you know, it's about family gatherings. right? And most of us, whether they be large or small, at different times in our lives, different times throughout the year as adults, Mm-hmm. And as kids, but but yeah, we are definitely as adults, we know what those traditions and those gatherings feel like. And to see it represented. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially uh for black people, mm-hmm. to see all of those specifics. We talk about chitlins in the book, right? Yeah. You right. know that people right. say, oh, it was the chitlins for me huh? that made me new. I need you know whether whether I'm gonna eat them or not, because I might I'm not gonna eat them, but just the <laughs> fact that all of these, you know, um the authenticity, right? The representation, yes, um, you know, it just makes you feel seen in a way that is. Again, we talk about healing that is enriching right. for adults. I mean, I, I'm telling you uh, uh, for this particular book that I've written, the adults are really, they're really into it. Yeah. I've had adults, because um, you know, it, was, it was right before Thanksgiving when it came out and they said, oh, I took it home and we read it and mm-hmm. everybody enjoyed it. And
0: enjoyed it. Yes, yes. it brought people together. Yes. There, there is, I think this story has a lot of power to work within the context of groups. So mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. gatherings together that everyone can engage with this story. That's and right. I think that's really beautiful. And it really gives space for people to think about what are the things that are particular to our family's traditions? Mm-hmm. That's and right. what might our own unique story be? So I absolutely. I love I think that's also something that's really powerful about this book, but I just love that idea of people taking it home and reading it together with their families. And I just love what you say about the power of representation and someone feeling seen in the story, seeing cultural touch points represented in a story and how that is such healing work. And your book does that work so beautifully. And, you know, something else, Tamika, that I would want to point out here too is I know you are talking about the origins of this story being around, you know, it was in the aftermath of Thanksgiving leading <laughs> up to Christmas. But I also just want to be very clear that I feel as though this story is not just for that time of year.
1: And it is not.
0: It, it is really about gathering, right? Isn't it about gathering and people gathering? And that can happen for so many different types of occasions
1: absolutely in fact we I was very intentional about that um the subtitle is and every holiday Carol yeah but like you said right. that that really meant anytime we get together right we get the family reunion. Summertime, graduation, right. Sunday dinners, right. right? All all these things th- that are represented in the book—they happen at all these times of year. Anytime we get together, right? So you're absolutely right, and I and I wanted to touch on what you said because there's you know some very specific things about this particular book and representation and, and traditions, and but as you said, what it really does in the specific where relating to the universal, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone has traditions mm-hmm. in their own families. And this type of book is one that allows folks to kind of reflect on, right. hey, you know, yeah. Yeah, What what is it about our families that, I love so much. Right. And that's right. unique and special to us. Yes. And that we can celebrate. Yes. Um yeah, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is definitely such a powerful way to I guess strengthen connections within families and for people to share stories more and talk more about their experiences. But I think also as we as adults or grownups, I guess, engage with other grownups in the world to hear more about what are the stories of other people's families and the things that, the ways in which other people engage that I think that these are ways in which we can connect with one another. And that this particular book could be a really strong point of creating that connection between people who may not necessarily know each other's stories. Totally agree. So I love that, I love it. Well, I know we've kind of talked about an activity or question based on the book that can help people connect more deeply, but is there anything else that you can think of that you might wanna suggest that people could do in terms of engaging with this story that you've created?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I like you said, I think just like asking ourselves not only what is it about our families and our family gatherings that is special, but what are some things that we can do, particularly in this age that we live in, um, to stay more connected mm, mm-hmm. to our family and our friends right now. Yes. What could we do better in that yeah. in that area? Maybe that's something that we can reflect on. Yes. Um, in connection with with this this story
0: yes oh i love that i think that's a really powerful one too what are the ways we can do that more of that so yeah thank you for that you know something else that just occurred to me that might be just super fun is for Mm -hmm. people to sit down with their families and try to create their own version of this story and see if they can i mean you've done a marvelous job of fitting it into this you know 12 days of christmas christmas carol it would just be so intriguing for me to think of a family trying to do that, or or just a group of people trying to create their own version. And
1: that is a perfect segue to say that on my website, yes, under the resources tab for 12 dinging doorbells, there is an activity sheet that allows folks to do exactly that.
0: Oh, fun. Oh, so. great. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's perfect. I oh, know yeah, it's fill in the blanks.
0: Yes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's perfect. Well, I will link to that in the show notes and make sure that people can access that. But before I, you know, find out all the other places where we can find you and learn more about you, is there any, are there any final thoughts or final words that you would have to share about this story about how this picture book is for grownups too, and can create connection between people?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I just think because 12 Digging Doorbells and Every Holiday Carol is about family and fun and our traditions, our food traditions and other traditions and just the love Mm. that we tend to share. I, I, I think that it is a really valuable book to have, in um in our personal libraries Mm -hmm. not only to share with one another in that spirit of a family bond and community but also to provide healing because not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to participate for whatever reason right in those types of of um those gatherings and those those communal connections, but a book like this can offer some, some beginning of healing and maybe a a picture of the Mm. type of found family Mm. gatherings that one might want to create for themselves. So,
0: yes. Oh, that, that's so powerful. That idea of found family and what people might want to create for themselves. I, I love that you, you know, shared those as some final thoughts. So thank you so much. Well, the book is 12 Dinging Doorbells by Tamika Fryer Brown, illustrated by Ebony Glenn, and I encourage listeners to go out and get themselves a copy. But thank you so much, Tamika, for being a guest today on Picture Books are for grownups, too. Thank you for sharing with us how your tiny tale can lead to big connection. Can you please just share where listeners can go to learn more about you and your work?
1: Absolutely. My website is Brown.com. And I am currently on all of the social media channels. On Twitter, I am T-T-E-E Brown Kidlet. On Instagram, I am Tamika Fryer Brown. And my public Facebook page is Tamika Fryer Brown, children's book author.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being a guest. Thanks for joining us today.
1: I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you, Patrice.
0: Please subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you loved what you heard, please leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. If you'd like to receive email updates about new episodes, please go to patrissegopo.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And remember, the world may tell us that we outgrow picture books, but we have the power to tell a different story. Until next time, keep reading picture books because picture books are for grown-ups too.